Well, it was another rough Monday night for the Kings. Um, losing 114-112 to Orlando Magic at Golden 1 Center. This is Jason Jones of The Athletic bringing you your latest edition of Post 82. Like I said, Kings lose 114-112, fall to 15-25 on the season. And it's just a, uh, a trend of the Kings right now. You know, start off slow, get down by 10, 15, 20 points, fight back, come up short. And to me, that's kind of just a sign of a team that that's haven't really figured itself out yet, haven't figured out the level that it needs to play at consistently to win games. And sometimes you play a team like a Phoenix, you get lucky. You get down big and come back and win. Kings can never just get themselves back. They did kick a lead late 112-111 on a, uh, you know, De'Aaron De Fox and one. De'Aaron had a good, you know, good game. Uh, but didn't, just couldn't uh, close it out. Orlando gets a uh, kind of an awkward, you know, Aaron Gordon half falling down. You know, throw it at the rim, you know, basket and one. He makes the free throw, and then Kings have 1.1 second to go. They're trying to get the ball to Harrison Barnes at the rim. They throw an oh, inbound pass goes to him. He can't control it and get it to the hoop. Was there contact? Well, the last two-minute reports say should there have been a foul. I don't know. I didn't think it was a foul when I saw it live. Nevertheless, that doesn't matter. Kings, like I said, that are 15 and 25. When you look at the standings, there's only two teams behind them now, or below them, however you want to put it. New Orleans, who's actually been playing better of late, and the Warriors, who are probably content to remain where they are and look forward to the NBA draft. So... Where that leave the Kings? Oh, it's tough because probably of the the biggest thing of note was that Marvin Bagley the third returned after missing eight games with that foot sprain. Got 18.6 rebounds, two block shots, and I just think really that has to be the Kings' focus right now is getting Marvin caught up, getting Marvin up to speed, seeing what they can do with Marvin and figure out things they want to run. Not run, just kind of figure out what they got with him because he's missed so much time this season. Nah, it was interesting just to watch Marvin because he definitely brings something they don't have from their big in terms of athleticism, where he can run the floor. He was aggressive offensively. My man got up 17 shots in 23 minutes. Only one king, uh, that being Fox, took more shots than Bagley. And they were actually—he was actually being praised for his defense, which is something you haven't heard much about him in the league. And that's a good thing for the Kings. That's a good thing because for this team to ever become good, you can't have perhaps you know your most athletic, dynamic big man not be a factor defensively in it. But I said whether it was. And I'm taking the words of coaches and players because I'm, I'm not close enough to the court to hear this. But 
They said he was calling out coverages, doing a good job of directing things, knowing where to be. And if that was the case, even in a loss, that's the reason for to have some, I don't know if you want to say, I don't want to say feel good. You probably don't, because you don't feel good when you lost seven of your last ten, but it's something that you can say, you know, you can hold on to if you're taking the mindset this is not going to play be a playoff season, and at this rate, I've kind of I've taken the mindset it's not going to be a playoff season. So you guys start looking at things like that. It's going to look at reasons to be excited, happy about this team. Well, Marvin came off the bench, and I don't know how long the Kings can keep him there. But if Nemanja Bjelic is going to play the way he played, it's going to be hard to get Marvin on the, <laughs> back in the starting lineup unless you just start him at center where you're starting Harry Giles right now while Rashawn Holmes is out. And speaking of Bielitsa, Belly had a career-high 34 points, made a career-high 8 threes, shot 8 of 10 from 3, 13 and 16 overall. Also had 7 rebounds, 2 assists, 2 steals. And this has been a, this is kind of another just solid game from Bielitsa. And it's just why I say it's going to be tough to, you know, what do you do? I mean... When Marvin came back in December, Bielisa went to the bench. But also at that point, you had Rashawn Holmes healthy and rolling, and we're going to be at least two or three weeks before we know if, if and when Rashawn can come back. And you have to wonder, maybe can Marvin make it tough? You know, what can Marvin do to kind of force himself into that starting lineup, find himself a, a, a place? But to me, that's still more of a big picture thing. For me, the, the biggest thing is you got Marvin on the court because this um, going into this season, this season was going to be about, yeah, you want to win games, you want to improve, but this was really about developing the, the quote-unquote so-called young core. And really the main guy who you haven't seen is Bagley. He's only played in 10 games this season. So, you know, we're almost at the halfway point. Marvin's only played in 25% of your games. So, to me, if you can just get Mar keep Marvin healthy and get through the season, I wrote about this as well. If you can just keep Marvin healthy, get through the season, and just figure out how Marvin fits with his teammates, what he can do best with them, to me, that's, you know, that's one thing you can do to salvage this season because the playoffs are going to be hard to make and with the team dealing with so many injuries, they say Holmes is out, you got Bagley back, but Bogdanovich is still out with the sore right ankle. I just don't believe that the playoffs should be the focus right now. I mean, I, obviously it's going to be the focus in the locker room, but I'm talking from a big picture management point of view. Uh, you can't get hung up on this season will be a success if the Kings make the playoffs. And honestly, I don't believe that was the thinking going into the season. I don't believe that this was a playoff or bust season. I know from the fan base it was just because it's been so long. You know, and I know people got sick of seeing uh, a little trivia like which is the only team to not make 
the NBA playoffs the last decade. Ding, 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 the Sacramento Kings. I know you're getting sick of that. You don't want to hear that. But I think that's kind of going to take a back seat to getting a guy like Marvin developed, working with him. I'm going include Fox and Buddy. And, you know, it's not just a Marvin thing, but Marvin to me has to be the priority because he's played in 10 games this year. And he's going to play in fewer games this year than he played in last season. And Marvin only played in 62 games last year. So you're looking at fewer games, you know, new coach, a lot, you know, you wanted Marvin on the court to help kind of mitigate dealing with all that. So you have to do all you can, I think, is to get Marvin ready. You know, Marvin was on a minute restriction Monday night. Uh, Luke Walton wouldn't tell us exactly what that restriction was, but he said he was right around. Where his coach, where the medical staff thought Marvin should be in terms of minutes, I said 23 minutes, and Luke even kept Marvin out for a little stretch in the fourth quarter to have him in the game late. So, clear Marvin's a big part of what they want to do. Well, duh, he's the second overall pick in the draft. And so, they, you've got to do all you can to get the most out of Marvin at this point. It's because you have to go into the offseason having a better idea of how he fits who he fits with, who he works best with than you do right now. I mean, obviously he's played with De'Aaron and he's played with those guys last year, but Marvin's role wasn't as ex expansive as it was supposed to be this year. Uh, I think Luke Walton mentioned before the game that they had a whole series of plays, post-ups, and whatnot. They planned to run with Marvin. They had to pretty much scrap because... He got hurt, you know, one game into the season. So, I just think, you know, like I said, this is all about getting Marvin ready at this point. This is not about, you know, what can we do? You know, do we make, maybe you do make moves to trade deadline, but all in all, you just got to see what you got with Marvin. You really have to because it's too close to. I mean, it's almost year three. You got to get something out of him. And Marvin's definitely confident right now. He says his confidence isn't shaken about anything. So that being said, let's just see what Marvin has going forward. And uh, so this is not a whole lot to say about this game. I think the Orlando Magic are a better team than the Kings right now. Um, they're a big physical team, type of team that's going to give the Kings problems. Because the Kings, you know, they're not really big in the backcourt. So, Evan Fournier, you know, 25 points, shot 12 free throws. Kings shot 11 as a team. That's a whole different story. We had more talk about, you know, why can't they get calls, so on and so forth. Like I said, they only shot 11 free throws, and you think at home you get more free throws, but that's not the case right now for the Kings. And I'll say this about that. I don't think that there's I – mean, there's definitely calls. I think they could be made for the Kings, but – the Keith could also help themselves by not committing some silly fouls and putting their team in the penalty on the line so soon. You know, last game, it was fouling a three-point shooter three separate occasions. This time, it's just like, you know, silly reaching in, you know, on the play you don't have. You, you can't make a play. You reach in and you do something, boom. That guy's on the line now. And so your disparity grows, grows, and grows. And then, you know, who knows? Maybe if you don't commit some of those fouls, maybe you only shoot 11, but... 
the other team only shoots 16. You know, maybe because I, I, I get that people want the foul calls, but there is no rule in basketball, I hope most of you understand. There is no rule that says both teams get to shoot the equal amount of free throws. If you foul more, you get your, your opponent shoots more free throws. So I think the Kings have to continue to stay aggressive. You know, when you drive to the lane, drive to score or create. Don't drive just trying to get contact. You know, drive to score, force the issue even more, and see where it goes from there. So, I don't have a whole lot on this one. It's just, to me, it was just a matter of kind of the, the same formula. Slow start, rally back, come up short at the end. You know, something we've seen from them repeatedly this year. And up next is Dallas Mavericks. Uh, Luca. Yeah, it's going to be fun. So I'll catch up with you then. Uh, Y'all take care and we will chat later.